I'm Kyle Mylan, and after 20 years in manufacturing, nobody knows more than me about industrial marketing and technical sales. This isn't a robbery. Hands in the sky if you got a dream. Learn nothing was blocking me. I was the problem, the only one stopping me. I didn't like it, I had to refocus. Now I'm devoted, I know where I'm going. Controlling emotions, I'm owning the moment. In order to get it, see, you gotta want it. If you're in technical sales and you're starting to plan your 2022 strategy and you you'd like some input on areas to focus on, then in this episode, I'm going to cover my key areas and what I've seen work over the last 10 years. So the first point we're going to talk about is reflection and commitment. So we're looking at 2022. I, I know that most people think about their New Year's resolution right about now or within the next couple of days. What are you going to do different? Um, and that's really where you got to start. I mean, you don't have to wait for a new year to have resolutions and make massive change or stop bad habits or things like that. But that's generally what most people do. Um, so now that we're th three days before, I want you to really look and reflect at the past 12 months. What have you done that helped you? What have you, what successes have you had? What failures have you had? And really sit and think about um, any downfalls, any, any, you know, behavior changes that you need to make, anything that you did that isn't going to benefit you in the future or any habits that you have right now that are not leading, you know, increasing your productivity, leading to your goals and things like that. You really have to sit and reflect and be honest with yourself. Like if you think that, um, you know, you're always talking about some, doing something, but you never do like sit and think about that and then create the plan of action of how you're going to change it. And you have to make the commitment. I mean, there's no better time to start than now. And you don't have to wait for new years to happen, right? You could literally start something, a new program, something new, a new routine that you want to do. You can literally start it right now today, but you have to make that commitment and then tell other people about that commitment. You can say, look, I'm changing, I'm making some changes in my life and this is what I'm going to do. I just want to let you know, because the reason why people do that is not uh, necessarily to brag or tell people about it, but it's for, so other people hold them accountable. Like, dude, it's been two weeks. I thought that you said that you weren't going to, you're going to quit smoking. You're going to start working out. You're going to stop drinking, whatever it is, any habits, or you're going to focus more on sales. You, you really need that to make that commitment to yourself and stick to it goals and vision. This is something that I've done for 15 years on and off. You know, I'm not perfect. I don't do it every single day. Um, but the first time that I learned about it, um, I was just blown away. And that's, that's really with setting goals. Uh, a common mistake that people make is they set goals that are too achievable. And they're told by people like, you need to set goals that you can reach. So you need to set a goal that's you know, just outside of your reach and then you reach it and then you feel confident about it. Maybe you set a different goal. The way that I do goals and the way that I've accomplished most things in my career and my life is I set goals that are completely out of reach, right? It's like shoot for the stars and land on the moon type of thing. So the goals that I have um, are, are far enough away to where it motivates me to try and achieve them, but then also not completely unrealistic, but it has to put you outside of your comfort zone. If it's a financial goal and you're like, Hey, I want to make uh, $150,000 a year and you're at $70,000 a year, that's a good goal. Or if you're like, dude, I want to make a million dollars a year owning some sort of business. Those are the type of goals that really at the end of the day, motivate people because people set goals and they're so small. Once they achieve them, they're like, you know, I'm good to go. I'm not going to set any more goals. So what I want you to do is sit and think about goals in different aspects of your life, uh, uh, whether it's your health, whether it's your family, whether it's relationships, love, you know, your love life, stuff like that, whether it is financial business, things that you want to accomplish, things that you want to own. But the key here is when you write down these goals, you do not want the goals to be, um, I will 
own a business that does this, or I will, you know, double my quota for sales or things like that. What you need to do is say the future tense as if it's now. So you say, I, you know, like for the sales guys out there, I, I am the leading salesperson in my industry and I continue to dominate revenue streams amongst all of my co-workers. So the difference is that you are already doing it. You've got the future state, but you're speaking as if it's now. And you do that with all of your goals and all those, you know, the five areas of like health, business, finance, and, and personal development and stuff like that. You need to write all those goals down. So that way it's the future state because then what you're doing, and some people may not believe this, but this is just what, what's worked for me and what's worked for tons of people out there is you're putting that vibe and that energy out into the universe and then things come back and, and the same type of energy comes back and it, and it brings it into your life and it brings opportunities into your life. Now, you may think that that's hocus pocus, but one of the best books on it is The Law of Attraction, um, also Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I read those books probably 15 years ago. Um, completely changed my life. Start, it was right before I got into sales. And I can honestly say that those books helped bring opportunities into my life. But then it was my own action that I took to then accomplish those things. So goals, you got to set big goals. You cannot set small goals. And then the, from the vision aspect, um, something that, that you need to do with those goals is, is every single day, um, I want you to, and this is something that I'm saying, I don't do it every day and I haven't done it every day for the last 15 years, but I've done it pretty consistently is I want you to sit, close your eyes and think about one or two or three of those goals and actually visualize yourself actually having it. And, and if it's, let's say like a lot of people are into cars and things like that, if it's a car that you want, or if it's a house that you want, visualize yourself walking into that, try and connect your feelings into that, visualize yourself holding onto the steering wheel of that car or the, the, if, if you want an old muscle car, if you want a new fast car, visualize yourself driving it. What does it feel like? What are the smells that you have? And really connect the other senses into this vision. But you have to do it every single day. So, I mean, you could do it in 10 minutes. You can just sit there at the end of the day and just visualize this. But the power of vision is extremely, you know, underutilized. Most people just think, um, you know, oh, I'm going to like, that'd be cool if I had that. But if you actually sit and visualize it, and this is something I try and do every single night uh, before I go to bed personally, and I visualize whatever it is that is my goal, what's it like, what's it feel like, what's the smell, what's the things that I hear, uh, whether it's having something or accomplishing something. Um, like, let's say that I wanted to get into speaking more at, at events or things like that. I can, if that's my big goal for 2022, then I could visualize myself walking out onto stage and people clapping and then looking at the eyes in the audience and do all of that stuff with your eyes closed in your mind. It's extremely powerful. It's completely underutilized. Um, some people right now are like, dude, this guy's crazy, but I'm telling you that there's a reason why some of the most successful people in the world do these things. It's because it actually works and it can work at whatever scale you want it to work at. The next area is going to be the mindset. So the mindset is you have to try and remain positive and it's, it's difficult to do. It's, you know, when I was younger, before I started doing things like this 15, 20 years ago, um, I would always have, you know, like I didn't come from money. I didn't come from wealth. My, my dad was a blue collar worker, a machinist. My mom worked at a deli. Um, I never went on vacation as a kid. We were not wealthy. We, we were not, not poor, but we were not wealthy at all. Um, and so I used to think like, oh, I'm not going to accomplish anything when I was younger. Like if I don't do this, like maybe I'll have a normal job or, or a decent job. Um, but once you change that mindset shift into something from a, from a negative mindset into positivity, and it's, it takes over all aspects of your life. 
right? Like a positive mindset, you could literally walk into any situation and see the positivity in it. There's a book by Jim Quick called Limitless. And I just finished reading it probably a week ago or so. Um, it's a pretty easy read. It talks about the power of the mind and unlimiting your mind and things like that. It also talks about speed reading and ways to remember people's names and all, all sorts of stuff like that, which is awesome. Um, but the first half of the book is talking about mindset. Um, I think anybody that's out there that's, that enjoys reading um, should definitely check out that book, Limitless, because it does, um, for me, it was kind of just validation of what I currently do. But for anybody out there that finds themselves being negative a little bit too much, this book can kind of open up your eyes into why why that could be hurting you instead of helping you and ways that you can overcome that. Um, but the mindset that you have to have is just like, at the end of the day, what does it matter if this happens, right? If something bad happens, like unless it's detrimental, then definitely handle that situation. But is there really anything that goes on in your life that um, you need to be negative about, right? Like you wake up every day and you're breathing and you're alive and you get to do whatever you want, depending on the country you live in. But you get to you get to make your own choices. You have freedom of choice and free will. Um, I mean, that's something to be be proud of and be happy about. But if you're always this person that's grumpy, or if you look at a situation, something happens, and you just get get um, negative about it, or like you know things like that, it just kills the mood and it just kills your day. It's like that mindset of like you're in traffic and you're like, I hate this traffic. This traffic sucks. Whatever you're putting that energy and that vibe out there um, of negativity, and then the the universe and then sends you more negative things, right? So you have to focus on the positivity. Be like, yeah, this traffic sucks, but you know what? I'm still going to make it on time, or I'm only going to be a couple minutes late, um, and just kind of brush it off, and then don't let it kill your mood. But the mindset is extremely important that before you can really take any steps of action and see major accomplishments in your career or your life, you have to get your mindset straight. So I'd say check out that book, Jim Quick. He's been on numerous shows, TED Talks, things like that. He's um, he's an expert of the brain and the way that the brain works. It's a great read for those that are interested in learning things like that. Now we're going to get into the action. And this is, this is when um, things get real, right? So like procrastination, I've been a procrastinator before. Um, you know, I'm married with kids and it's like something needs to be fixed. I'm like, I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do that tomorrow and stuff like that. But the action, the action step of this is really where most people are going to be like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. But then you don't. Um, so I'm going to lay it out super simple and quick so that way we don't go on for too long. But there's, I think, 12 points or so um, of action. The first one's going to be you need to write down your goals every single day. So we talked about goals and how you need to, to vision, whether it's six goals, 12 goals, things like that. Maybe some of you heard of, of vision boards before. Um, I've done numerous vision boards myself over the years. I still need to create a new one because the vision boards that I have are somewhat outdated and I've already accomplished those goals. So I need to create new vision boards. Um but you want to write down your goals every single day. And it may seem redundant and it may seem ridiculous, but that's really getting the conviction and the commitment if you write it down every single day. Now, if you don't write it down every single day, nothing's going to happen to you. But if you are committed to, ma to massively making 2022 your domination year, which for you guys in technical sales, it is like it is easy. I wish that the way it was now was how it was back when I was in technical sales because you literally have everything at your fingertips. Like for those veterans out there, if anybody's watching as a veteran, like you remember the manufacturer's directory back in 2006, 2002, where it was just, it was like a Bible, a book of businesses and their addresses and their name. And then you would literally use that to cold call, cold visit and all that stuff. Nowadays, it's so easy. So if you're not dominating right now, you're the, you're the issue. You're the, you're the reason why. It may, maybe your employer isn't supporting you and you don't have enough time. Right. But 
it's so easy these days. So you need to set these goals and write them down every single day and make that commitment that this is going to be the year 2022 where you absolutely dominate the market. The next thing is going to be critical tasks. So some people say seven critical tasks, some five, some three. Um, I would say anywhere from three to five critical tasks every single day. So you've got this task list of all these things that you need to do. Um, the issue with with trying to do everything or putting everything on the list is that you're going to end up not doing most of it and it's overwhelming and you're just going to be like, this list is too long. I'm just going to focus on other things that I get enjoyment out of. But you need to write down three to five critical tasks every single day. A critical task is defined as something that will move, like make a major impact in your career or against the goals that you have set. So if it's five critical tasks, you write those down. If it's a new routine that's on there for 21 days until the routine is established, once it's been on there for 21 days, it can drop off because that's typically how long it takes to create a new routine is roughly three weeks. Um, but write down five critical tasks every single day that you need to accomplish. As you accomplish them, check them off the list. If you're doing a new routine, put it on there. You don't want to fill it up with just like five personal things or five business things. Like you need to have a mix of, of different areas of your job, of your life. Um, some with health, some with, with wellness, some with business, but five critical tasks. That's it. If you do five critical tasks um, or three critical tasks a day, I guarantee every single day you will see major movement in your goals and major accomplishments. When you look up at the end of the week, like, dude, look at all that stuff that I did. Um, so writing those down every single day and using them every single day is extremely important. The next thing is going to be for those out there that are into health and wellness, um, exercise every day does not matter. Just one exercise a day, you know, it could be for 45 minutes, an hour, whatever it is. It's not, uh, it doesn't have to be extreme weightlifting. It, it just, for those of you that don't exercise or on any sort of regular basis, just do something every single day because it'll drastically improve all of the other aspects of your life. Like if you're in better shape, it helps with your mental clarity. If you're in better shape, it helps with your physical activities. You become less lazy. You increase your energy. It's just important to do it. I know every single time that I go into um, the industrial area and and the, the manufacturing sector, like most salespeople could use to lose 20 pounds, maybe 30 pounds. I mean, that's just, they, they become busy. They become complacent. They haven't focused on their health and wellness. Um, it's extremely important. And all you have to do is just one workout a day. It could be at your house. It could be in the, at a gym. It could be lifting weights. It could be running. It could be walking. Literally just do one exercise every single day. The next thing is going to be reading every single day. You need to read every day. Um, some people will be like, no, I don't like reading. I hate reading. I listen to podcasts. I listen to YouTube videos or things like that. Here's the issue with it is that when you are listening to a podcast, you're typically doing other things, whether it's you're mowing the grass, driving your car, you're not actively listening. You're passively listening. You're not completely engaged into it. I hated reading as a kid. It was one of my worst languages, reading comprehension and English in high school and even grammar school, elementary, whatever. Um, now I love reading because I'm reading something that I actually enjoy. So you get to pick the book, personal development, personal health, health and wellness, um, sales books, marketing books, anything under the sun, any, any type of, of, you know, hobby that you have or anything that interests you read every single day, just like 10, 15 pages, you know, read for 15 minutes, see how much you can get done in 15 minutes, but do it every day. You're going to be actively reading, actively learning. Um, you can't stop learning. 
right? Like I'm still learning every single day. I feel like I'm pretty accomplished from a technical sales standpoint, but I'm still reading every single day about personal development, sales, marketing tactics. How can I take things that work in other industries, apply to the industries I work in? What can I do differently? Um, and that's only going to come from reading. You have to be a lifelong learner. And it, it, if you enjoy it, if you enjoy the subject, then it's not even going to be like a task. You're just like, I'm going to, I'm going to be reading. It's all good. Um, the next area is going to be, now we get into the, like the action with work. I want you to make 25 phone calls a day. You do have time for that. And you may think, why only 25? Well, because you can do 150 phone calls in one day. I've done it. We've done it uh, years ago. That was a service that we provided. We were making 150 phone calls per day for some of our clients. You can do 150, but you won't do 150 consistently every single day. So doing 25 phone calls a day, it could be a follow-up phone call. It could be a new prospect phone call. It could be a current customer phone call of just saying, hey, I want to see what's going on with this new project, but it has to be something that is going to push the, the scale of marketing, sales, whatever it is that you're doing. You need to push the scale by doing 25 phone calls. 80% of the time, 75% of the time, nobody's going to answer the phone, leave a voicemail, then send an email, but you need to make 25 phone calls a day to get that into your habit. The next thing is you're going to, you're going to want to do 25 messages on LinkedIn, and these are going to be messages that are from a prospecting standpoint and 25 emails, write up 25 emails. The messages can be generic, trying to add value. Hey, we just wrote this article. We just did this video. I just saw this thing in the news. Here's something that's important. Here's a new tech data sheet, something like that. 25 messages and on LinkedIn and 25 emails every single day. This should not take you a lot of time. You don't have to be super specific on who you're sending it to. You should have some sort of grip on your prospect database. You want to do it 25 in each category every single day. You've got the phone calls going. Now you're doing email messages. This is just something that is going to build your pipeline so fast. I guarantee you, if you do this, you'll have a significant amount of success in, in your prospecting and adding new customers in. The next thing is going to be, I want you to spend 30 minutes of networking. And by networking, it could be in person, but with, with COVID and lockdowns and all that stuff going on, most of it's going to be done doing LinkedIn, but 30 minutes of networking and building out your network. So you want to add connections on LinkedIn, see all of my videos on YouTube talking about how exactly to do it. What's a weekly routine? What should you do? Go to my YouTube channel, just search my name and you can find it. I've got a playlist on LinkedIn marketing, LinkedIn sales strategy tactics, but 30 minutes of adding and building out your network. The next thing is going to be 30 minutes a day of engaging with that network. It could just be liking posts, commenting on posts, sending people messages saying, hey, I saw this post. Great job. But you need to do it every single day for 30 minutes. The, the second to last area is going to be 60 minutes of your day it needs to be spent on follow up, following up on deals that you had, following up on old customers, old things in your pipeline, the follow up tactics, as you, you may have seen in some of our other content whether it's emailing those people, calling those people, like don't, don't say, oh, well, that's part of, like I'm doing these 25 calls for prospects. That's part of my follow-up. No, it's completely different. This is 60 minutes solid of follow-up every single day, whether it's email, personal visits, cold calls, messages, using the phone, creating something that you're going to send in the mail, whatever it is, whatever the tactic is um, that you feel is going to be able to get that person to engage back with you, you need to spend 60 minutes doing that every single day. The last one is going to be personal visits. So for some of you guys out there in technical sales, it may be hard for you to physically visit somebody um, if your territory is the entire nation, but I'm assuming that you have some local clients, some industrial parks, some tech parks, things like that, but 10 personal visits every single week. The reason why I'm saying 10 is that I found that at the, the last company I worked at, 
um, I found that if I did 10 cold visits a week, I would typically get two people that would say, yes, I have time to talk to you right now. And you may be thinking like, oh, with COVID, I don't know if they're in the office or not. It doesn't matter. It still counts towards something. But I would see a pretty much a 20% success rate if I just walk into a company that I know they use this type of equipment. I know that for a fact. So I walk in and say, hey, I'd, I'd like to talk to whoever's in charge of purchasing the equipment for your plant. Or I'd like to talk to whoever's in charge of your robotics. Do you have an engineering manager that's around that I can just talk to for five minutes? I would do that every single day um, until I got to 10 people a week. And sometimes I would just be like, all right, Wednesday next week, that's my day to do my cold visits. I'm going to this industrial park or this area. I'm just going to go one after the other. It may take me four hours, five hours, but I'm going to do all 10 of them in one day. So the rest of my week could be spread out doing all the other tasks. But you'll see about a 20% success rate. And as you do that every single week, it just starts to build up that pipeline. It's like all these things that I'm telling you in the action step is these are all things that are going to compound and build up your pipeline and go into, you know, bringing new opportunities in. And if you continue to do it, and that's the key here is the last step is you have to rinse and repeat. You have to do this every single week. This is not something you can start and stop. Like make 2022 different than all the other years where you started stuff and then stopped it. Like now's the time to do it. What are you waiting for? So if you do this every single day, eventually after three, four, five, six, 12 weeks, six months, you're going to be sitting back being like, dude, this is crazy how many opportunities I have. And how many people I've talked to and how many new deals I've quoted and how many new customers I brought in. That's really what you have to get to is doing this on a daily basis. These steps, these 12 steps or whatever it is, um, doing it on a daily basis, you will see massive results, but you have to make that commitment and just, just try it for 30 days. If you don't see anything positive from this after 30 days, there's nothing that you, you could say helped you, improved you in any way, shape or form then stop doing it. But I guarantee that if you give it 30 days hard and just go 30 days strong as heck and say, I'm going to do this every day for 30 days, you will see mass results. And once you get that taste of success, then you're like, all right, I'm, that's usually what people need is to say, I'm all in, I'm committed. I'm going to do this uh, for the rest of the year to see what it can accomplish. So if you got value out of this content, share with one person, you know, be sure to connect with me on LinkedIn. Follow me on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, turn on notifications, and stay tuned for all the content that we do weekly, and we will see you on the next one. Well, that's it for this episode. If you got value out of it, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with one person you know. And if you can, leave me a review because it really helps me out. If you want to check out my other content, go over to YouTube. I've got a channel over there as well as find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook under my name, Kyle Mylan. I will see you on the next one.